Keith Langloy, Pistons.com, Pistons NBA Insider. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, Keith? I'm doing well. How, you, how are you? It's been a minute. Yeah, it has, man. And, uh, you know, the Pistons, like even the Wings a little bit, especially the last two games, the Tigers, you know, a lot of optimism, then come injuries, and the team stepping back and trying to figure out, is this a reload, another uh, rebuild? Uh, if you get Cade, you get everybody healthy, how much of a difference does that make? Uh, what's your analysis of the team right now and also when we look ahead to next season? Yeah, well, you know, I, I know we've talked about this before, but I, I, I think you really have to, to look at the numbers to appreciate how young and inexperienced this team is. They've got four starters, 21 or younger, and that doesn't include Kate, Kate Cunningham, who's also 21. Um, you know, you look at Michigan and Michigan State starting five. I think Michigan State's got three guys, 22 or 23, and same with Michigan. They're a painfully young team and 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 have have put the ball in the hands of young guards and that's that's uh, it's very really tough to win in the NBA, you know. I mean, Magic Johnson won as a rookie point guard, but he had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So I, you just and I go back that far because it's really hard to find examples of teams as young as this with young guards that 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 win. Now, you know, when you look at the bigger picture, and I I, I really felt honestly on draft night. When and when Troy Weaver's been doing this for 20 years, and you know he was part of the front office in Oklahoma City when they drafted. I think I don't think he was there for the Durant draft, but he was there for the they they, they drafted MVPs in three consecutive years, and Troy Weaver was there for the for the second two of those, and he came out of draft night saying he, he didn't really he he never had quite a night like he had on draft night when he you know got got Jaden Ivey at five and and then made the trade. With the draft pick for that they got the day before for Jeremy Grant, so but you look at it, they traded their leading scorer last year for a draft pick that was turned into the youngest player in the NBA, and that youngest player in the NBA, a guy I really expected on draft night. Of course, they still had Kelly Olynyk there, and they had a lot of, of, of big men. I really expected Jalen Duran to spend the first couple of months going back and forth, and then and getting you know a handful of G League games, and that just never happened. He became their starting center. The center's a you know kind of the defensive quarterback of a team, and that goes a long way to explain they've had some real defensive issues this year. I think they're twenty eighth in defense, and you know that 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 again goes hand in hand with a young team. It's just there there's a there are a lot of complexities to NBA defensive schemes, and you're gotten you know when you're playing four games a day, you're absorbing all kinds of of scouting reports. You have to learn NBA personnel to know who and what you're guarding. And, you know, I, I, it's a long way of saying that I, I know no one expected or, or hoped for 15 and 47, but I don't think it's shocking, especially when you factor in 12 games into the season, they lost the guy who really is the face of this rebuilding in Cade Cunningham. So, you know, I think next season they're going to have somewhere close to $40 million in cap space. They're going to have another high draft pick. And more importantly than anything, they're going to have a year under their belt for all those 21 and under starters that we talked about. Plus, you know, they're breaking in James Wiseman, the fruit of the trade deadline. And, and that's another, you know, intriguing piece going forward who could be a part of, of turning this thing around. Keith Langloy, Pistons.com, NBA Pistons Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Yeah, I look at a healthy Kate. So let's just say he plays Point or Ivy or they go back and forth. There's your backcourt. Bogdanovich, one of the better shooters in the league at small forward. You need some veteran presence there. And Wiseman, his pickup creates an interesting scenario. I don't know if Duran can swing over and play the four, but you have Stu, 
you have Duran, you have Wiseman, who, again, big men just, you know, there aren't a lot of them in the NBA yeah. anymore. And if you can get Cunningham, and then the most important thing, when I say Cunningham and Ivy and Bogdanovich and Stu and Duran or even Alec uh, Burks and Wiseman, they have got to find a way to play more defense. It, it's so, it, they don't even look like they're attempting it half the time. Yeah, and but they, but they do have a hole on their roster now, and it was exacerbated by by trading Sadiq Bay. You know, we try, talked about they traded Jeremy Grant. They've got they've got you know if you if, if you look at their depth chart, they've got guards now, and when, especially when Cunningham comes back, uh, Cunningham, Ivy, you know, Killian Hayes turned a corner this year. Um, hopefully, he finishes the season strong. And they've got big men, and you know the three you mentioned plus Marvin Bagley, who's still only I think he's twenty three, going on twenty four. Coming off two double doubles after taking two months off, so they need some they need some wings, and uh, you know, and and if they get a couple of athletic wings via the draft, via free agency, via trade, the, those guys are really you know the, those guys are like the, that. That's what everybody's looking for this year. That's or in this era of the NBA, that's the holy grail. Those are the playmakers, and those are the and then you need guys to defend them and then that that's really the next step right now for the Pistons to kind of complete the roster. They feel they've got their guards, they feel they've got their front court. Um still a lot of development of young guys in bo- in both those spots, but it's clear now that the the hole in the roster is they need some guys in that 6-6 six, six to 6-8 six, range. They've got um you know, they've got Isaiah Livers and uh and they've got Bogdanovich and you know, Cade 6-6, six, six, he's 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 more of a of a guard than a wing, but he can certainly Cade's a good defender, a smart defender. Uh, he can guard those guys. You can play three guard lineups with him. He gives you a lot of lineup flexibility. But yeah, there's no question. The offseason plan is <laughs> has to include we need to address the wing um, just because that's the obvious spot on the roster. But it's also going to make them a more complete and whole defensive team. Yeah, and the question is because they're tied for the second worst record uh, in the NBA right now. You're going to get a high draft pick unless you get totally jacked in the lotto, but. Uh, and and do you get that wing uh, from the cab money you're going to have available? Do you take another young guy? I mean that that's yeah I get you're getting another high draft pick, but that's another young guy. And at what point does this all mature into a team that can be competitive? Right. Right. Absolutely. You know. Um, so here's the thing. You know they flatten the lottery out. So even if you have one of the three worst records, you still only have a 14 percent chance of getting. The number one pick and roughly a 26, 27 percent chance getting of getting the top two pick. But let's say the Pistons do get one of the top two picks. Well, it's pretty clear who the top two picks are going to be. One's a big man, seven four Victor Wembanyama, and one's a point guard. So you still haven't addressed the wing issue. You would happily take that. You're, you definitely would take the guy who's going to be who projects to be an all star and potentially a superstar and a Hall of Famer over getting a six eight guy just because you need a six eight guy. But that then then it becomes clear that the forty million dollars or roughly in cap space that you're going to have will be dedicated to addressing that piece of the roster. You're also getting to a point where you've got a lot of young players. You know it, the roster is completely turned over since Troy Weaver got here. He did that in a little over a year on the job. It's a really young roster. At some point, you know the the, it, the pecking order becomes clear, and now you're going to be you're going to be combining assets. You're going to be trading assets to address. You know, and then to, to address roster needs, but also to make yourself a more competitive team. There comes a point, and I always, 
I always believed it was going to be. I never thought it was going to be this season. You know, by in the in the in the in the arc of NBA rebuilds, this one is still not very far along. Year four uh, was always a more realistic target. I think that is a more realistic target. I think, um, and I, and I think you look around the East now. There's a lot of teams. There aren't a lot of. There's a lot of teams in. Everybody, almost everybody's in contention for the playoffs. There's nobody that that's really Boston and Milwaukee at the top of the league. But there's a lot of teams that if you make a leap in 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 one off season with with the resources the Pistons have, you can catch them in, in one off season. So I think next. I think it's still realistic to expect to go into next season contending for bigger things. It's almost like the Wiseman Duran thing. I'm saying you got uh, you got the two best young centers in the game. I mean, you really do uh, right now. And uh, you get Cade back. You just play defense, play some defense. I know the NBA isn't built on defense right now, but, yeah, the stockpile of top talent, and I do agree with pieces that can be moved. You go look at Sadiq Bey as a perfect example. You know, a year ago we're thinking this guy's going to be a three-point sharpshooter for 10 years in Detroit, and he's gone the next year. That's how it happens. So they're going to start that flip, and I think they've built the assets where this off season will accelerate things to a point. Would you agree or disagree on that? Oh, absolutely. I think it's going to be an eventful off season again. Um, uh, you know, I, when, when they executed the Wiseman trade, Troy said, look, you know, said this was a good, a, a guy who we think he's got a very high end potential, how they all fit. I, we don't know, we'll have to find that out. They've got 20 games left this season. And he said, you know, we get, it's up, it's up to us to, to, to devise some schemes, some high-low actions to make use of all these big guys. But, you know, he cited that the, the top four teams in the East, Milwaukee, Boston, Philadelphia, and Cleveland, the Pistons hadn't beaten any of those teams because they're all they're, they're all teams with, you know, except Philly plays, plays MB. They really don't use two bigs. Uh, the other ones all do, and, and the, but, but the Pistons are, I mean, you look at, at the size of their big guys now, they, they could really... They, you know, it's like the old money ball thing. There was a, the Oakland A's found a market inefficiency for teams that weren't valuing high on base percentage guys. The NBA has kind of devalued centers and, and the Pistons are going all in on big guys thinking they, they can, you know, exploit a market inefficiency. And now it's going to be on them to develop those young players and then on the coaching staff to devise schemes that, that can maximize, you know, the, the, the talent on the roster. But yeah, they're going to, it's going to, Things are going to look different next season. I don't know how, um, but you know they're going to be four or five new faces on this team next year, and uh, and it's going to be they got they feel like they have the foundation in place to build around that and and with, and then add some experience onto that. And I think that they will fully operate this summer as if they expect to compete for for the playoffs next season. Keith Langlois, you can follow him Pistons dot com Pistons NBA Insider. Check it in. On the Meyer Guest Line. Keith, good to catch up with you. Uh, we'll talk hoop soon. Thanks, Bill. Anytime. All right, Keith Langlois, checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Pistons.